0: The paradox of life is that healing is not linear. And what I'm about to talk about in this next season, this episode in particular, you may be like, Kayla, are you contradicting yourself? And that's the thing about the paradox of life. It's not either or, it's not this or that, it's not black or white, it's both and, it's the colors of the rainbow, the shades of gray, everything in between. That is the beautiful chaos and the nuances of life itself. And this topic is no different. Everything is extremely nuanced, so please bear with me. But we have entered our happy, healed, fulfilled, joyful era. Does this mean we're done healing? Does this mean that healing is no longer linear? No. But let's get into it. What is up, guys? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping, the podcast where we talk about the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. And today is no different. We are going to be diving into the actionable change and how you can enter this healed era, this happy version of you, this new era that we are stepping into Spring has sprung. We've done the transitioning. We went through our internal winter. We've done the integration part post spring or just like in between that spring and summer. And now we're beginning to step into the summer vibes, the summer feels. And with eclipse season and Mercury retrograde ending, we are stepping into such a deeply abundant chapter. Does that mean all our life's problems go away? Does that mean all external circumstances are just absolutely perfect? There's nothing wrong. No, literally being in your happy, healed era that we are talking about in this series in this season is all about mindset. And I used to have literally the best mindset growing up. And I want to tell you a little bit about my story so that you guys can really understand where this season, the happy, healed era era season is coming from. Because yes, we talk about mental health and we talk about spirituality and we talk about the depth of life. You can be happy, you can be joyful, and you can be fulfilled and both and the paradox, you can have the depth of life as well. And when I was younger, I really found myself a very positive young human when I was in middle school and high school, I was just very myself. I wasn't overthinking what people thought of me. I really just lit up a room and allowed myself to do so. And if other people found that annoying, I just ignored them. I ignored the haters. And then as I began to dive into my healing era, I realized I had neglected so many parts of myself, especially my anxious part, especially my sad part, especially my part that didn't want to admit that something fell off within me. And then as I began to dive into my healing journey like a couple years ago, like four years ago, what happened is that I went full force, skinny dipping energy, diving into it, full force into the pain, into the suffering, into the parts of myself that I have been avoiding. And if you haven't done that yet, I really encourage you to go back and look at old episodes. We will continue to do the healing, but I really just feel like what happened for me is that I did so much healing and so much shadow work and got to know myself so well that I almost became obsessed with the cycle of death and rebirth and breakdowns and breakthroughs and finding myself in the pain. The pain and the depths is where we truly get to know ourselves and I almost became addicted to that feeling and in that, I will admit, I will own my shit for you guys that I feel like I became addicted to the suffering, especially with mental health and healing being kind of my quote unquote brand. I noticed that I began to identify with my pain and my suffering and my small T trauma and all these things that had happened to me and the ways that I have healed from them. I began to hold on to those parts of myself as if they were me and they're not. And I'm reading A New Earth right now and it talks a lot about the ego and identity. And the thing about the ego and identity is that it is going to grasp on to whatever it can to feel safe. And when it has control and when it has awareness and perception of what it is, when your ego can put you into a box, a box of me, a box of I, when it can categorize you, it can feel safe because it feels like it has a semblance of control. And now I'm challenging myself, stepping into this new era to step out of that identity that I've been fixated on, that identity of healing and that identity of shadow work and, and the depths, because I fucking love the depths. I'm a Scorpio rising. I will go to the depths till I die. And yet I feel like I've lost myself a little bit because I go back to my younger self, my elementary school, middle school, even some of high school me, and I see how she was just So happy just playing and being with friends and going to dance class and being in the musicals. Like, yes, I was a musical girly through and through. And I just feel like I miss those parts of myself because I've been so deep in this healing journey and so deep into the loneliness and finding myself, and I feel like that's such an important chapter and such an important era and cycle, and I wouldn't change it for anything. I am so grateful for these past couple years and me really choosing to know myself deeper because I never did that before. I never went below the surface before. And now I'm not saying that I'm going up to surface level. I'm just actually gonna dig a little bit deeper. It's not going back to surface level. Whoa, I just had this realization as I'm saying it. But actually it's diving below those layers of suffering and trauma and pain. And when we dig a little bit deeper, we actually find that there is such deep gratitude and such deep joy and need for play and creativity and fulfillment and fun and happiness below it. That's what we want at our core. That's what I want in this next chapter and this next era of my life. I am in the happy healed era version of me does this mean healing isn't linear? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean healing isn't linear because it's both and. It's the paradox. Instead of feeling like you're controlling your life and you're having control over everything and you're trying to micromanage, try to change controlling to choosing because you do have choice in this lifetime. And I'm realizing that I've been choosing to focus my attention and my intentions on my shadow work, on my pain, on my small T trauma, on my suffering. Because that was the era that I was in. And I'm so grateful for that era. But I'm really down to have fun. Like, I want to be in my social girl era. Like, I want to travel the world. I want to meet new friends. I want to live my dream life. I want to feel so happy and fulfilled. I've done the fucking work. I've been in, you know, how a lotus grows in the muddy water. I've been in the muddy water and I'm ready for my lotus to fucking bloom. And I want to get into it. How do we actually and actually step into our happy healed girl era because it is not something that is just bestowed upon you like it is a choice it is a daily choice showing up for yourself in that way choosing to point your intention and your attention to the gratitude and to the joy and fulfillment in your life so that was a really long fucking intro But I wanted you to understand before we dive into this new series, this new season, the happy healed girl era, I wanted you to understand that it is so deeply nuanced. It is so deeply nuanced and how can we actually step into it? How can we choose it? I have the actionable steps written down. I've been brainstorming because I'm just ready for it. I'm ready to step into a more positive chapter of my life. I feel like I've been in the funk and in the shadow work and I want you guys to come along with me. Like let's live our fucking dream lives. Let's live lives that we are so fucking excited to wake up to and let's do it together. You, me in the six week series, every single Tuesday, we're going to be diving into a full length, long episode, some with guests, some solo episodes on how can you step into this happy healed era and this version, this new version of you. You deserve to feel good in life and I feel like we all relate together in this self-improvement space underneath this like umbrella of suffering and I want to change that narrative for us and I want us to know that we can dive into our shadow work but it doesn't have to be our identity and our whole life and our fixation and that's what we're gonna talk about today and in this six-week series each episode we are going to be diving in every Tuesday on how you can actually step into this era and this version of you like how do we just make our lives the most fulfilled lives as possible. I'm very excited. And then every Thursday I'm going to be releasing like a 10 to 20 minute mini episode that really has to do with either like positive affirmations or grounding meditation or just like the science behind something. I just wanted to do mini episodes so I could explore different topics on their own during this season. And so that you guys have more content because I love you. I love the skinny dipping soul in progress community and I cannot wait for this new chapter and this new era together. Okay guys, who's ready to strip down and dive in? This is fucking skinny dipping baby. New era, new meaning. I'm so proud of you. Let's fucking do this together. The first thing I want to say is that self-improvement, is so powerful. But what happens on our journey of self-healing and self-improvement is that we fixate on the identity of healing. And I know if you listen to my podcast, you have probably struggled with this obsession as well. It's a fixation. It's an obsession. It's your ego trying to take control over your healing when in reality, healing is chaotic. My friend texted me the other day and she was like, Kayla, like, how can I heal this wound within me? What journal prompts should I do? And yes, there are tools and skills and journal prompts for you to dive into the shadow parts of yourself. But I kind of laughed at her message because she came at it in, and I told her this, like, this isn't me talking shit. Like I a hundred percent told her this as soon as she sent it to me. But basically I was like, girly, like you think that you can have control over your healing? Like you think that it's just like going to be this picture perfect box and you can just figure it all out. Like that is not how it works. Healing is intuitive. Things are going to come up when they're meant to, and you don't need to hyper focus on your healing, on your self-improvement to become the best version of yourself. In fact, I feel like fixating on your self-improvement holds you back from the best version of yourself. And that's what I'm realizing I'm seeing it in my friends around me. I'm seeing it within myself. This concept is being mirrored around me so that my awareness, my unconscious mind can be like, okay, wait, fuck, my ego is trying to hold on to an identity. And it's just like, what identity do you want to choose for yourself? The person that's in suffering, the version of you that is in pain and suffering and obsessed with their self-improvement and constantly thinking that they're a project that needs to be fixed? Or do you want your identity to be somebody who is happy, healed, fulfilled, joyful, living a life that they're so fucking proud of, waking up and looking in the mirror and just being like, wow, I fucking love myself. I fucking love you. That is the goal for me. That is the era that I am shifting into. So how do we do this? Actual steps. How do we do this? Number one, what I just said, I want you to stop. Listen to me. I want you to stop all of us. We need to stop focusing and fixating on our self-improvement. We need to stop fixating on our wounds. Let the healing for the wounds and for the trauma, big T or small t, come up intuitively. Still go to therapy. Still work on yourself. Still do the upkeep on your mental health. Still show up for yourself and dive into the depths of yourself when you need to, but stop fixating every single day on what you can fix about yourself because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. That part of yourself that is fixating, that is obsessing over healing and your wounds and your suffering and your self-improvement, that part of yourself, that is not your soul. That is your ego. That is your ego trying to take control, like I said before. And when we realize you are not a project that needs to be fixed because you are inherently worthy, that realization of inherent worthiness, that is your soul speaking to you. That is your inner being being like, yes, you get it. Like it's a journey. And instead of a healing journey, I'm asking you to step onto your expansion journey. How can you expand in this moment? Because I want all of us to live a life that we fucking love. So number one, I want you to stop fixating, stop identifying with your pain and with your trauma. It is what happens to you. And it's a big part of your life. And it's something to give yourself major compassion for. And you need to look at those parts of yourself when they call you. And it's not but, it's both and, and it is not who you are. What happened to you is not who you are. Please take this in. Please just take a moment, take a deep breath, and have this moment with me that the first thing that I want you to realize is that that is not who you are because who you are is an inherent worthy being meant to live a life that you are so fucking in love with, meant to find connection in your life and love, to be loved and to love. You are meant to create. You are meant to connect. You are meant to have fun. You are meant to play. And we take things so fucking seriously. And it's just like, damn, life is so much easier when you stop taking it so fucking seriously. Like, I just want to drop taking things seriously. That's the second thing. So, the first thing is realizing we're not going to identify with our pain and with our trauma because it's what happened to us, not who we are. Number two is I want you to realize that you have a choice over your reactions. I saw a TikTok today by my friend Cameron, who I really want to have him on this season because I feel like he is the perfect person to talk about this concept with. I think I pronounced his last name, Rawson, Cameron Rawson. And he was basically saying like, life has problems, expect problems, expect delays. And I found this concept so interesting because in manifestation or law of attraction, right? They're like law of assumption, like don't assume that bad things are going to happen. But I actually paused and I was like, huh, To be honest, my soul feels called to what Cameron was saying. Expect problems in life because it's not the problems itself that are affecting you. It is your reaction to the problems. And when we expect problems, we don't get so disappointed or so distraught or so let down or so broken when things don't quote unquote go our way or go the way that we expected them to. And I was like, damn, actually, we need to kind of start realizing that life is just going to have problems. They're not good. They're not bad. In fact, the problems themselves are neutral. It's how we feel about those problems, how we react to those problems that cause the emotional turmoil that we experience on the daily because we're focusing our attention and our intention on what is going wrong. And I challenge you to start asking yourself, what is going right? I actually saw that TikTok and that actually changed my life. That was like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, damn, I don't have the capacity to hear that right now, but I will take this in at a later date. And right now I'm taking it in. This guy was in his car and he was like, ask a girl that's healing or somebody who's really into their mental health or spiritual journey. And they know everything. They're just so self-aware. They're so self-aware of their reactions to the world and how they feel and their internal world. Ask them what's going right. Because most self-aware people, which like most of you guys are very self-aware people if you are here, as I am too, we can focus so much on what is going wrong in our life, what is going wrong within us, what we need to change, what we need to fix. But I challenge you to ask yourself, what is going right in my life? And I want you to write that down. Number one, actionable step, write it down in your notes app, in your journal, say it out loud right now, pause the video, whatever flows or do it afterwards, ask yourself, what is going right in my life right now? That makes your ego stop and flip. And like the mirror gets flipped back to you. And you're asked to fucking look at yourself and ask yourself, who am I being by focusing on everything that's going wrong. And instead, if we can almost expect that problems are going to occur, we don't get so let down. We don't get so emotionally distraught when they come up because life, has shitty circumstances and pain happens and heartbreak happens and grief happens. That is just a part of life. And it's almost an expectation at this point. It doesn't mean that you have to assume the worst or constantly be waiting for the other shoe to drop that kind of vibe. But what it does mean is that you just have an actual awareness and consciousness to how life works. Kind of like expect shit's gonna happen. Like we've all lived this life for quite a bit now. Like we're all what? Anywhere between like 18 to like 65 years old. Like anybody listening to my podcast, like I have people of all ages. We've all been here for quite a minute on earth. We can expect that shit's gonna happen. Problems are gonna happen. And when we expect it, we don't get our expectations let down. And I found that very, very, very fascinating. I would love to have him on to chat more about that, but Basically, what I'm trying to say is that we don't have control over life's problems, but we do have a choice when it comes to our reaction to them. So what I want you to do now is when you are faced with so many problems, like things are just not going your way and we can go into that loop of suffering and self-pity and just kind of being like, what do I need to fix about myself? I want you to do this first. I want you to take a beat, take a breath. I know it's so simple kind of annoying to hear. I understand. I get annoyed when people tell me to just take a deep breath and take a beat too. I get super annoyed, but I swear it works. Just a really long, deep breath. Let's take one now together. And then I want you to zoom out and I want you to try to see your life from a bird's eye view. Is the problem that you're fixating on actually a huge fucking deal. If it isn't noted, if it is, how do we move forward? How can we be solution based with the problem occurring? Shit's going to happen. Do we need to cry? Do you need to release that flood of cortisol within your body? Do you need to just let the tears flow, which one releases cortisol, like I just said, and two releases dopamine after you cry, cry it out feel it out, feel to heal. And then when you have the ability to zoom out and see it from a bird's eye view, look at the solutions. How can you move forward? And that's how we step into accountability and out of victim mode is asking ourselves, how can I move forward? Because sometimes you're just fucking pushing a big ass rock uphill and you're just going uphill and it's tough. And life is like that. How do we move forward with it? So we don't fucking get crushed by the rock coming down the mountain? Sometimes you just need to keep moving forward and then eventually you'll get to the top of the mountain and then it'll roll downhill and things will feel easier for a bit and then things might feel difficult again. And that's just the flow of life. It's about how you handle it and how you react to it and how you choose to be accountable and be solution based in your life. And then what I want you to do next after you take a beat first, take a deep breath, Zoom out, get a bird's eye view, think about the solution-based thinking that I want you to step into, and then I want you to find the humor in it. Because I have been taking this theory of finding the humor in life, Stop taking things so seriously. Like, you know, when you're just having a day that everything is going wrong and you could just like get so frustrated, you're like, God damn, it's Mercury retrograde. Like you could just be so mad, so frustrated. And that just snowballs the effect of everything going wrong because you have so much resistance to everything going wrong. Instead, maybe just maybe just going to suggest this to your subconscious mind right now, you can find the humor in the cosmic joke. Because the cosmic joke is that we are always being tested and shit just fucking happens. And when you try to look at the things that are just going wrong, like instead of being like so frustrated and so in resistance, I want you to find the humor in the cosmic joke and just be like, oh, my God, it's the fucking cosmic joke again. It's back and try to laugh about it. Try to feel the funniness in things going wrong because sometimes it's fucking hilarious. Sometimes me and my boyfriend will be like mid-scrap, like we'll be so serious, like fighting, like bitching at each other and just saying mean shit, whatever. Like we're just in the midst of a fight and we're being so fucking serious and one of us starts laughing. And then it completely breaks the tension and completely breaks the fight. And we just realize, who the fuck are we being? Like, we literally will start laughing because we're like, this is so embarrassing. We're being so serious about this stupid fight that literally means nothing compared to the love of our relationship. And so many of us get into fights with so many people that we love, like our family, our parents, our siblings, our partner, whatever it is. And it's just like, who are you being right now? why are we being so serious? Instead, if we can find the humor and the frustrating things in life that will free us from the tension and the resistance that we are feeling. And it will give us an opportunity to remove ourselves from the problem because we are not the problem. Even though I love when Taylor's like, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's your reaction to the problem that is the problem, not the problem itself and not you. It is your in-between. It is your reaction to the problem that is the problem. So I want you to find the humor in it. One, to review, take a beat, take a breath. Two, zoom out, try to think of solution-based thinking. Please, this will change your life and put you into a place of deep accountability. And three, I want you to find the humor in the cosmic joke. When resistance is happening, stop taking it so seriously. When problems are happening, when a fight happens, when you're annoyed with someone, try to zoom out and stop taking it so seriously because I swear to God, this will help you. Humor helps, funniness helps. Laughing about something literally releases the best chemicals like endorphins, serotonin, dopamine. It releases all the good feeling chemicals. So try to laugh about it. Life's funny, and the cosmic joke is just sometimes trying to test you. And I swear to God, since I've began implementing this into my life, my life has absolutely changed because I'm not taking life so fucking seriously. Just to review on what we were talking about, guys. One, the first thing that I want you guys to do is I want you to stop identifying with your trauma. And then two, I almost want you to expect problems. Like you've lived life long enough, like begin to expect problems. That doesn't mean assuming bad things are going to happen to you, but just don't have these high expectations that, you know, roadblocks are never going to occur because I've been on earth long enough to know that that's just not how life works. And I genuinely believe if we can take a beat, zoom out, be solution-based and find the humor in the cosmic joke, we can release ourselves from the reaction to the problem that is causing us so much fucking pain. Like, aren't you tired of your reactions causing you so much pain? And this is something I really wanted to talk about is that literally like anger, they've done so much research on this in the mental health community. Anger, the emotion itself can only last in your body for 90 seconds. The flood of anger, the flood of emotions only lasts for 90 fucking seconds, but the memory of whatever made you angry, each time you think that triggers that emotional response and then you feel the anger again. And people who are always angry, it's not that constantly they're having things around them making them angry, it's that they're so fixated on the memories that create the emotional trigger of that anger within them that they're never fully getting out of that loop. But if you just let the emotion come up, scream, punch the air, literally punch the air, get it out of your system, shake it out, dance it out, go outside and stomp on the ground, stomp on the grass, get that anger out of your body in those 90 seconds, and then begin to shift your attention away from the memory, you will begin to realize that you are free from that emotion. And then emotions come and go like waves and we have the ability to feel them and allow them to come up and move through them. And I've just noticed that I was getting stuck in the suffering and in the pain and I just don't want that anymore and I don't want that for you either. I want us to be able to take the lessons that we've learned and move along and take what we've learned and become better versions of ourselves and embrace new joys and new creative projects and new connections and new depths of love that we can now receive and we can now give because we have gone to those depths of ourselves and those deep shadow parts of ourselves we have begun to love and acknowledge and give compassion to. So now we have so much more love to give. And now I want to move on to the third thing that I want to talk about is that you cannot control the problems, you cannot control the circumstances, but you do have a choice around two things, your intention and your attention. Intention being, what is your intention today? My intention is to record some great podcasts for you guys. My intention is to move my body today. My intention is to feel good today. My intention is to call somebody that I love today. What are your intentions in life? When you choose an intention for your day, for your week, for your month, for your new era, what you're doing is you are allowing your mind and your choices to work with the universe. You're telling the universe, Hey, this is what I want. This is my intention. Help me orchestrate it now. And if the universe doesn't know what you want, if you don't know what you want, if you don't know what your intention is for your day, your week, your month, your era, your job, your relationship, your vacation, your life. If you don't know the intention, how can the universe support you in orchestrating that intention and bringing it to life? How can your subconscious mind orchestrate it if it does not know what you want? Intention is just knowing what you want and writing it down or saying it out loud and just being like, hey, this is my intention. I want you to begin setting intentions because they're so, so powerful. Before I go on vacations, I always set intentions on the plane every day that I remember to set an intention or if I'm just driving in my car, I'll say it out loud. I don't even have to journal it. What is your intention? What do you want to happen? Knowing what you want to happen is so powerful. Having direction and knowing, okay, this would feel good. Like if this happened today, like if I had a day that reflected this energy, that would be great. Set deeper intentions and set intentions more often. That is the first thing that you have choice over. Not control, remember, but choice. And number two is your attention. There's the quote that goes, energy flows where attention goes. And it's so true. It's like you can be looking at somebody else's garden, but are you watering your own grass? The grass is never greener on the other side. It's the quote, the grass is greener where you water it. It is so accurate. Where are you putting your attention in your life? I know for so long and why I'm doing this series is because I was putting my attention in my shadow work and in my suffering and in my healing journey. And that was great. And I'm so proud of myself because that was not easy for me. And I would never take back those years or that era or that cycle. And I'm so grateful that I went through that and that I experienced that healing journey. And now I'm ready to step into a new intention and put my attention elsewhere. What I really want is an expansion journey. That is the era that I am stepping into and that you guys are hopefully stepping into with me. Come along on this expansion journey because I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to take what I have learned from the lessons of the shadows and the depths of myself. Side note, not saying I'm not going to look at those parts of myself anymore. I'm just not going to identify with them anymore. I'm not going to fixate on them anymore. I'm ready to put my attention on the gratitude of my life. I'm ready to put my attention on my creative projects, on my work, on finding my purpose in a deeper way. I'm ready to put my attention to my podcast and my community and showing up for myself in new ways. I'm ready to put my attention back on my movement and being in the gym and my habits. And we go through different swings on the pendulum. And I was so in a place of, You know, super toxic masculine energy grind life. And then I went all the way to the other side where I really was super intuitive with everything. And now my life is asking me to have more masculine energy, more structure. And I'm going to put my attention there because what I put my energy to, that is what is going to grow. The two things that you have choice over are your intention, more intentions, daily intentions, monthly intentions, intentions for different projects. And two, attention. Where is your attention going? Are you focusing on your gratitudes? Are you focusing on your blessings? Are you focusing on your suffering? Are you focusing on your past? Are you focusing on your future? Are you focusing on the now? I'm not saying that anything is right, wrong, good or bad. It's just like, what is right for you right now? This version of you and the new version of yourself that you're ready to step into this new chapter, this new expansion journey, Welcome to the fucking expansion journey. We're figuring this out together, you and me. And what do you need? This is the question that I want you to write down and dive into out loud or in your journal or in your notes app. What do you need next? What do you need to focus on? Where should your intention and attention go to step into your expansion journey, your expansion era? Because it's gonna be different for you versus me. For me, I feel like it's focusing on the blessings in my life and asking myself that question every single day that I said in the beginning. What is going right in my life? What am I grateful for? Not just like basic gratitudes, but like what is going right in my life? Where is the positive momentum in my life and how can I shift my attention to that now? In this next expansion journey, I really want to focus on and put my attention to these things. My gratitudes, what's going right in my life, my habits, my structure in my life, my creative projects, my creativity, my music, my dancing, my connections. I just want deeper soul friendships and connections and intentional living. This means listening to my body and giving myself rest before it's too late and diving full force in when I have full energy, just living in an intentional way. That's where I want to put my attention towards. And just to give you more context, the reason that I want to step out of putting my attention towards the deep shadow parts of myself and hyper fixating on this identity of healing is because imagine you like have like a pimple... And it's like not that bad. We all do this, like especially my girlies with ADHD. It's not even that bad, but then you mess with it and then it gets kind of like worse and then you keep picking at it and it doesn't heal. When you keep picking the scab, when you keep picking the wound, when you keep picking the pimple, what happens is that it never gets an opportunity to heal. And it's just like, girl, stop touching your face stop touching the things that actually aren't broken. Stop hyperfixating on picking that pimple. Cause it's just going to make your skin worse. I know you guys do it. I do it too. Nothing to be ashamed of. This is just a metaphor, just an analogy, because it's the same thing with our healing journey. It's like, what are you picking at? That's not broken. What wound do you keep picking over and over again that you're not even giving it the air that it needs to heal? the space that it needs to heal. What are you hyper fixating on so badly that it's getting worse and worse and worse? Instead of just kind of turning your attention to something that you want to work towards, a new creative project, a new relationship, a new set of habits that you really feel like create energy within your body, whatever it is for you, a new service project, a new project of purpose. How can you turn your attention to something better for you? Because that is what is going to grow. And that doesn't mean we're no longer healing or no longer looking at the shadow parts of ourselves because we love the shadow parts of ourselves. We want to embrace her. We want to love her. We love these parts of ourselves. But tell me, what do you need to turn your attention to now to become the most expansive version of you? Because that is what you deserve now. And like actionable steps, I want you to write down, literally write down that journal prompt. Like, what do you need to focus on to become the most expansive version of you now? This is a new era. What do you need to step into this new version of you? Where do you need to put your focus? For me, I'm going to be putting my focus in. This is what I would suggest to you on different things that calm your nervous system. EFT tapping, humming, I've been on the ice bath grind, ice bath sauna, absolutely obsessed. If you don't have an ice bath, my boyfriend literally just got like a tub from Home Depot and we've been filling it up with ice and water. It's like so makeshift, so good. And also you can take a bowl of ice water and you can just dip your face in it and that resets your nervous system moving your body to complete the stress response cycle. I want you to focus on calming your nervous system because when your nervous system is calm, it gives us the ability to not react in such an emotional distressing way and not taking life too seriously. When our nervous system is calm, we are able to pursue solution-based thinking. So I want you to focus on things that you can do and do your own research. And then I also have an episode on it, how to navigate your nervous system. You can check that episode out, but I really want you guys to focus on calming your nervous system because when you do this scientifically, you're going to have less intense reactions and more solution-based thinking. And that's what I want for you guys in this new chapter. And also what happens is when your nervous system is super dysfunctional and shot and just not feeling good, our thresholds for problems are so much lower and we want to increase your threshold so that you can deal with things in a healthier way. And you can use the tools and skills that you have learned from therapy or from me or from whatever books or podcasts that you are listening to. The next thing that I want to know is that I want you to take rest before it takes you. I really, really want us all to listen to our body. And if you feel like you're getting burnt out, rest before you get burnt out because burnout leads to us feeling overwhelmed and reactive and emotional. And we're not able to step into the solution-based thinking or zoom out and see the bird's eye view of our life when we are so engulfed by the burnout. So I want you to rest before you're burnt out. Pay attention to your body. And that just plays into intentional living. And then I've also been loving supplements. I've been taking 5-HTP and that is amazing for serotonin balance and production. And for me, I feel like I get really sad before my period. So I've been taking that and I swear to God, it really helped me this last cycle. I take it every single day, just once a day. And... I find that it really helps with my serotonin production. And also, I've been taking this supplement from Anima Mundi, which is a sponsor. I have the code for Anima Mundi, and you can see that link on past episodes. It's just K E L A 15 on Anima Mundi herbals. And I've been taking their happiness tonic and I've been using herbal tonics and supplements to be able to balance the hormones in my body. So. Taking supplements, honestly, has really helped. It's about finding what works for you. Please do your research. But yeah, the happiness tonic from Anima Mundi and the 5-HTP have really personally worked for me. Thank you guys so much for exploring this topic with me. I cannot wait. Please DM me. Like, whatever downloads and thoughts came through for you in this episode please DM me, open up the conversation about it and also join the community. The Soul in Progress community is linked below and we just go so much deeper into all our topics there. And we also have a community-based place for healing and now expansion because that is the era that we are entering into. Get ready for this six-week series, Tuesdays, Thursdays, skinny dipping. I fucking love you guys. You guys have made my dreams come true, and I cannot wait to just expand with you guys. Like We have gone through the healing, the shadow work, and we will go back there at some point when it intuitively comes up. Trust me, it's not linear, but... I'm so excited to step into this new era, this expansion era with you guys, because we deserve this. We deserve to feel good in our lives and in our bodies and in our minds and in our hearts and in our souls. So thank you for joining me today. Send me notes if you took them because I feel like there were so many good notes to be taken on this episode. And I just love you guys. Follow me at Sundays KK, the podcast at Skinny Dipping Diaries. Join the community, Soul in Progress community below. And I fucking love you guys. You are inherently worthy and you are not a project that needs to be fixed. You are a beautiful being that deserves to expand. Make sure to subscribe, rate, follow the podcast. That literally helps so much. And, you know, tag us on Instagram when you're listening to the podcast so we can see where all your beautiful faces are listening to the pod. I love seeing it. And DM me your thoughts, your downloads. I want to hear, I want to hear what you think, your opinion, your perspective is just as important as mine. It's even more important in this community because you guys are the reason that this community gets to thrive. Because of our audience, our skinny dipping fam, I love you guys, strip down and dive in more often, get into the juicy, joyful goodness of life, and come back Thursday for a mini episode. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm gonna give you guys 50% 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. kintz.com slash skinny dipping.